My name is Alex, and welcome to Paranormal Artist, the podcast where I talk about hauntings and the supernatural. Listener discretion is advised. This audio may not be suitable for children. After a long day of driving, we come across a small town and a hotel with a vacancy. The Jefferson. It sort of gives a weird vibe, but you're too tired after driving to even think about that. You get to your room and settle in for the night, but suddenly you're awakened by the sound of children laughing in the hallways. That's weird, you think. There weren't any families when you checked in earlier. Drifting off once again into a peaceful slumber, the sound of water dripping startles you back awake, and that's when you see the shadow at the foot of your bed. You turn on the lights in a panic, only to see nobody standing there. And then, it happens. The light turns off on its own, and the bathroom door slams shut. You jump out of bed and run out of the room, leaving everything behind without a second thought. On today's adventure, we're going to 124 West Austin Street in Jefferson, Texas to visit the Jefferson Hotel. Jefferson, Texas is a relatively small town with a population of about 2,000 people. It's a pre-Civil War town and it's near the banks of Big Cypress Bayou and close to Louisiana. The hotel itself was originally built as a cotton warehouse in 1850, but The exact date for the hotel opening officially is not clear. It's believed to have been from the 1870s to the 1900s and was also used as a brothel and a speakeasy during Prohibition. The hotel has always been known for having unexplained activity. In fact, there's so much activity that the hotel has a book of the dead. This book is used to keep stories and experiences from guests who have stayed over the years and you can even check the books out while you're staying there to read about other people's experiences. I think that's pretty cool actually. I would probably read every single one of them if I had the chance. I'm not exactly sure how many volumes of the Book of the Dead there are, but if the hotel's been open since the 1800s, there has to be several. Hundreds even. Originally, I had never heard about the Jefferson Hotel, but I do listen to a lot of podcasts, and I know that a lot of them have covered the Jefferson Hotel. I say a lot, but that's pretty vague. Maybe two or three of the podcasts that I listened to, and I was super interested in it. And I think that the story behind the hotel is awesome. Horrible, but awesome. I like the fact that the hotel has been like this for as long as it's been open and probably even before then it makes me wonder if the hotel was built on like some kind of burial ground or if it was with these ley lines that are known to trigger paranormal activity i wonder also how often the hotel staff has experiences here because Based off of everything that I have read and gone through and looked at, the whole town of Jefferson itself is just 
filled with paranormal activity. Back to the hotel, though. Some of the more famous ghosts include the Mill Children, the Vanishing Man, and the Spirit of Room 19. I'd also like to add that the rooms are themed. There's a doll room, a clown room, a mirror room. Each room is unique all the way down to the color and the design, which I think is pretty cool and adds on to the creep factor, especially the doll room, because like these porcelain dolls, antique dolls, they creep me out so badly, you don't even know it. I think that they are watching you. I think that they have somebody or something attached to them at all times. And yes, that includes the ones in Target because <laughs> those are really creepy, especially the ones that are like fucking four foot tall. And if you don't know what I mean by fucking four foot tall, I mean there are some that are just life-sized and they're definitely too creepy <laughs> for me at least. I don't like them. I don't want anything to deal with them. There are lots of sightings of spirits at the hotel. A lot of people see the mill children, as I said. Some people claim that the faucets turn off and on in the middle of the night, which no, absolutely not. Some people claim that they are getting touched, and a lot of people have reported seeing apparitions. Most of the activity is reported in rooms 19 through 25. That includes knocks on the walls and furniture, the smell of cigar smoke, doors opening on their own, and shadows. More shadows than you can probably imagine. Some guests staying at the hotel passed by room 12 and reported seeing a light on and then a shadow under the door as if somebody passed by. It's been reported on various websites that they claim to be the only ones staying at the hotel that night. They also saw the apparition of a blonde woman in that exact room. And male guests have felt their leg being caressed by said entity at night while they slept. If I saw that and or felt that, I think that I would probably run away forever and probably never go back to the hotel, but then return angrily that I got scared by a spirit. And then I would proceed to investigate it and see, did I actually experience what I think I experienced? Some of the more popular spirits that are said to haunt the Jefferson are the Vanishing Man, Judy from Room 19, the Mill Children, and this one that I've seen named Libby in white. The Mill Children are believed to be about seven years old, one boy and one girl, or in some other stories or experiences, people have said that they are both boys. They're seen wearing old types of clothes, like knee-length breeches and a pinafore. For those of you that include me who do not know what a pinafore is, it is a sleeveless apron-like garment worn over young girls' dresses, typically having ties or buttons on the back. I had never heard of that before. I know that I've seen it in like movies, like period movies or something like that. And uh, I didn't know what they were called. I just thought that they were like aprons. I didn't know they had like an actual name. These kids are thought to be the ones that are haunting the Jefferson. They're believed to have perished 
in the hotel back when it was a cotton warehouse. They were child laborers. Child labor was made illegal during the Industrial Revolution in the 1930s. At least that's what I came up with in my research. It's pretty tragic some of the situations that these children were in to help their families survive during hardships. Some of the kids worked in coal mines. Some kids worked in cotton warehouses, such as these two known as the mill children. There were just many unfortunate tragedies that came along with child labor. And when it got abolished, I think that that is probably one of the great things. But because these kids died, allegedly, during the days of child labor and when the hotel was a cotton warehouse, their spirits just stayed. They stayed haunting the hotel and playing childish pranks, as children do. The kids are known to pickpocket and prank the guests of the hotel. They turn the lights off and on. And a quote, Now some of the hotel's most high-spirited inhabitants often heard laughing and chasing each other through the halls. End quote. I won't lie, if I even heard remotely any of that, I would genuinely just shit myself. To be honest with you, I would be horrified beyond belief. I've actually had like a similar experience like that back at home when I was still living with my parents. We were all asleep or attempting to sleep. It was during the summer and we just heard somebody running through the hallway in my house, which it's not a big hallway, but it's a hallway, but it was full blown sprinting down the hallway and it scared the ever-living hell out of me and my brothers. And I think that particular summer, we all slept in my room because we were horrified and too scared to sleep, like, in our own rooms. How, like, because my brothers were little and I was, I was a teenager, but that still scared the shit out of me. I think that that's probably one of the more vivid memories of back when I've had experiences that are unexplained, and to this day, I have no idea what caused it. I think that that's probably one of my more memorable experiences. I've had several in that house, to say the least, but definitely the running through the hallways and going to my brothers, asking them why they're running around at that time of night, and them asking me the same question was probably a staple in my love for paranormal and fear because I am scared but I will go back and find out what the fuck that was. While I don't know the names of these kids that allegedly died during the cotton warehouse days of the hotel, it is very tragic that they are forever children they didn't get to grow up but it also adds so much character to the hotel that there's kids running around it who are not there and it makes me wonder did the kids who actually stay there, like the living children, do they play with the mill children, thinking that they are fully there, alive and in the flesh, like us? Another famous spirit that resides in the Jefferson Hotel is known as the Vanishing Man. Unfortunately, I looked high and low for information about him. I just couldn't find any to really give a detailed 
description of who or what he is. What I do know is that he was at first spotted by a child who was horrified of this person. He is said to be a shadow, very tall, with a long coat and high boots. He's not a threat, but seeing him is very unsettling. And honestly, if I saw him, I would definitely run for the hills. You would never see me again. (laughs) I think that I wouldn't even know how to react, to be honest with you. But like I said, I'll react how I react. And then I will turn my ass around and go see (laughs) what it was that I just experienced. I would like to see it again. I want to go back. I want to look at it. I want to fucking find it. But being that he vanishes, it's kind of hard to trace him. He will either sit or stand in the rooms at night. And according to hotel staff, he is not hard to miss. And if I saw a giant shadow walking about, you know, I don't think I would forget it either. And by far the creepiest thing that I think I have read about him is that he just sits there watching. Obviously he doesn't say anything, but he watches. And I wonder, does he also judge? I'm sure he's seen some stuff. (laughs) It's said that he's been mistaken for employees of the hotel. He's mainly seen in room five, and he's been known to disappear into walls or doors. And maybe these walls are also doors that were there at one point, but are no longer there. Like I've said before, I wouldn't honestly know how to react if I saw that. And I also wonder which room he goes into, because there is a doll room, and I think I saw a room with mirrors in it. And if anybody knows anything paranormal, you know that mirrors facing each other can open a portal and cause paranormal activity. And I think that if that's the case, maybe the shadow man came from the mirrors. Because it's not said when he was noticed. It's not been said around what time he appears or doesn't appear. Or it just doesn't seem like he's a residual haunting. It seems like he's vaguely intelligent, willingly to show himself to whoever, whether you're sleeping or not, whether you're at the bar. Whether, wherever you are in the hotel, it seems like he will show up just to let you know that he is in fact there. I wonder if he has any like footsteps, if there's a sound when he walks or if he is just a literal walking shadow, no sound, nothing. Do you feel a cold breeze when he's around? Do you get chills? That's what I want to know. But unfortunately, I didn't find a whole lot of information based off of that. He is interesting, to say the least, but I didn't find out if he has a voice or anything. I just know that he will show up, he will watch, and he will disappear. And to the child that saw him, that that's really horrible. <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. And you know kids have more of an open mind than we do. So I wonder how that child felt at that time, and if the child was traumatized from that. Well, has this small event 
at this hotel affected this child in the long run? How old was the kid? Like I said, I didn't read a whole lot into this. Well, that sounds bad. I read a lot into it. I just didn't find out details about the vanishing man because it's just so vague online. And personally, I haven't been to Jefferson. I've never been to the Jefferson Hotel. And like I said earlier, I've only recently heard of it. I guess it's all up in the air until more is found out. As creepy as The Vanishing Men is, I think that the next area of the hotel that I would talk about that I found out about would be a little bit less creepy but also unsettling all in one. This is room 19. It's extremely famous for the paranormal activity. The spirit that's said to haunt room 19 is a teenage sex worker from the hotel's brothel days. Allegedly, she was stabbed to death by a client of hers and left to die in the bathtub. Whenever she makes her appearance, they say that she will appear in the mirror when there is steam from a hot shower. She's also been known to write warnings and pleads for help on this same mirror. There have been several accounts of this happening over the years, and she has been dubbed Judy because that is the name that is said to often appear on this mirror. The mirror was originally in room 19, but has been moved to room 17. A couple staying in the room, they left quickly in a hurry after they saw the message, quote, you must leave, end quote, on the mirror. I don't know that I believe too much in the mirror thing because anybody could write that and have it steam up and show up. You know what I mean? Like, people can just sprawl a message on a mirror and they can claim that it was a spirit who fucking wrote it. But in reality, was it actually the spirit who wrote it? Or was it the person in the shower who pre-wrote something on the mirror, let it steam up, and then ran out in a panic? So who's to say it's true? And I'm sure the people who have stayed in the Jefferson Hotel will probably come at me and be like, it's real, I swear to God, it's real. I'm not saying that the hotel isn't haunted. I'm simply saying that I have a harder time believing that something written on a mirror in fog, on the steam, whatever, is credible. But if I saw it in person and I knew that I was alone in the bathroom taking a shower, like if I knew for a fact that I was by myself, I didn't have a guest, I didn't have somebody accompanying me, I think I would believe it a little bit more. Especially if I saw that. I'm, I'm just a little bit skeptic of the mirror stuff and I'm not discrediting anybody who has, you know, experienced something on a mirror. I am not trying to say that at all. Mirrors are fucking creepy on their own sometimes. We used to have a mirror that <laughs> my mom hung on this hallway that I was talking about earlier where we heard the footsteps and she had it facing a way that like was creepy as fucking hell. <laughs> I would personally haul ass to wherever I was just to get away from that fucking mirror because that thing was genuinely terrifying. I don't think I've ever been more afraid of a mirror in my life than that one that my mom had in the hallway. 
So I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that mirrors are creepy or I'm sorry, I'm not saying that they're not creepy. I'm saying I couldn't believe that there would be writing like that on a mirror. I like, I won't discredit the people who have experienced it. And I would love to go to the Jefferson to see the book of the dead, just to read and see how many encounters exactly have been had with the mirror. The mirror is also known as Judy's mirror. I completely forgot to say that at the beginning. So it's Judy's mirror. And honestly, <laughs> that would be it. I want to know though, does this mirror contain the spirit of Judy? Or if her name is Judy, what is the name of this poor teenager who was trafficked into the brothel and met her demise in this same room? I wonder how much of the hotel is actually original. Is the bathtub original? I can't imagine it is because we're talking about like the early 1900s. That's several years ago. But who knows? I mean, some people really do like to keep it original in their hotels, and I can appreciate that very much. So this couple that saw the You Must Leave on the Mirror, they wiped the mirror, got back in the shower. They were a little scared, but they took their shower. When they got out, that's when the new message appeared on the mirror. It said, get out, like that. So they locked the bathroom door, got dressed, and hauled ass to the front desk, leaving everything behind. And the time is said to be about 1 a.m. This was also documented by the staff of the hotel. And online, you can actually find these photos of the mirror that the staff took. They tried to fog up the mirror the next day, but allegedly nothing showed up. Some have seen the word help get written on the mirror. But, you know, like I said, I have a hard time believing that the ghost wrote it. Not to say that it didn't actually happen. An experience from that room that I found was on TripAdvisor by somebody with the username Synthrax. Quote, most people who we've met staying here come for the paranormal experiences. The historic Jefferson Hotel never disappoints. Room 19. Wow. We had two in the bed and two on the floor, sleeping. I got the floor the first night. And everyone had experiences. The floor planks by my head were moving, creaking, etc. When footsteps walked right beside my head. I swore our friends had gotten up to go to the bathroom, but they had not moved once. They got under their covers. They were experiencing their own unique fun with ghosts. They said they felt like they were surrounded by people who kept crowding in more and more, shaking the bed from side to side, bumping it harder every now and then. In the bathroom, after taking a bath, you'll see a message in the mirror. It hasn't changed in years, and I've tried to rub it out as well as write other messages, various methods, on it to see if they'll show up with steam. Nope. End quote. I find that interesting, but still, I I just can't get myself to say that this is a real thing. But that's an interesting encounter for this room. Room 19 seems to have a ton of activity. And if the hotel wasn't so expensive for me right now, I think that I would have booked a night in it several weeks ago 
when I first heard about it, just to feel it for myself. I think I would particularly want Room 19 just to see it, to experience it, to feel everything that people have said they felt in this room. Another story from Room 19, the room is thought to be haunted by the spirit of Lady Grisby, who was left by her fiancé on her wedding day. Wow, that's fucking tragic. Her other name is also the Lady in White. There's always a Lady in White. Every time that I see or read any of these stories, it's always a Lady in White. So I wonder, was that all they had back then? Were there no other colors? Why is it always the Lady in White that's haunting these fucking hotels? Or anywhere, really. Even the fucking Lady of White Rock Lake was wearing white, allegedly. I don't know. It seems kind of cliche that there's always a spirit wearing a white dress. Every time that there's somebody talking on the documentary shows, it's always, oh, I've seen the lady in white. She's known as the lady in white, the lady in white. And I wonder, why is it always a lady in white? What makes the person, the ghost, wear white? What is it that they were wearing? Clearly white, but you know. She unfortunately allegedly hung herself from the massive 12-foot-high headboard that was either in room 12 or room 14. It wasn't really clear. She was also believed to be pregnant. She was seen wearing a bridal dress, and she's usually floating above the ground and appears to lone men. And she's pretty much seen throughout the hotel. I've heard about the hang- or that she had killed herself on the headboard. It's really sad to think about that somebody hurt you that bad that you feel that way and I'm so sorry that people do feel this way whenever they get their heart broken I've felt that way I know I'm not alone I know that others have felt like there's no other reason to live because this one person hurt you but honestly there's more to life than just that person and I've had to learn that myself and sometimes I still do struggle with the person who hurt me. I think that I have learned to love the life that I'm currently living. It's not glamorous. It's not traveling everywhere. It's a simple life. But it's really sad to know that a lot of women back in these days just thought that that was the only person for them and that there's nobody else and think that it's just that time for them to to commit suicide and I want people out there to know that suicide is not the answer there is a lot more to life and yes it's gonna fucking suck for a minute but in the end we're meant to learn from this life and it's really tragic to read and see that so many people have done this over a broken heart and that's why I always put the suicide and crisis lifeline on my podcast because it means so much to me and I want people to know that they are not alone. So if you feel this way after getting broken up with, just hang on, take it day by day because nobody is worth your life. And it's really tragic that this poor lady allegedly did this to herself. And I use the word allegedly because I don't know that it's historically recorded. I know that I've heard about this haunting before, 
about the headboard. I know that there's a lot of stuff that happens around the headboard. It is really sad. That's the tragic story of the lady in white at the Jefferson Hotel. I'm just thinking, I know I've put my thoughts into this hotel throughout the story, but I think that it's pretty cool that it's still open, still operating. I don't know that it's ever shut. Well, it has shut. I lied. It has shut and is reopened. The rooms are probably about 150 to $200 a night. But just imagine getting to stay in a room that's been carefully planned, designed, and experiencing all this paranormal activity. I think that that would be awesome. I don't know if they have any rules for paranormal investigators. I don't know if there are certain things that you can or can't take into the hotel investigative-wise. But I know that if I stayed there, I would definitely try to be recording on my phone or my voice recorder, whichever I have handy at the moment to see if I can capture a uh, (laughs) spirit voice. I think that'd be cool. I want to see the vanishing man, hear the kids. I don't want to see the mirror, but I would like to see the mirror because I need to fucking know, is this mirror actually haunted? Does she live in the mirror? And like I said earlier, mirrors are known to be portals, but I wonder. And I wonder if the doll room has attachments from other people outside of the hotel that were brought in. I just need to know. This is kind of like a little teeny tiny version of Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. And actually, I don't know if Ghost Adventures has ever gone to the Jefferson, but now I'm going to have to rewatch all the seasons to find out. And, you know, the the speakeasy during the Prohibition, I think, is still open. It used to be called the Crystal Palace. And if it's still open, definitely go there. Experience everything that you've heard of. Experience things that I've talked about. Email me about it. Tell me about your experience, because I am so curious if people have actually experienced the thing about the mirror. Have you seen the lady in white? The headboard. Is the headboard haunted? Tell me everything. Tell me everything that you have experienced at the Jefferson Hotel or anywhere in Jefferson. Let me know if I should cover any other location in Jefferson because there is a ghost tour there that we have to go to. I have to know what else haunts Jefferson, Texas. So like I mentioned just a few minutes ago, I will always put the suicide and crisis lifeline number in my podcast because it means so much to me. If you are feeling suicidal or are having suicidal ideations, please call or text 988. They're open 24-7, 365 days a year. They are willing to help you and they've helped me before please reach out. And if you know somebody who is feeling that way, reach out for them. Learn what you can do to prevent suicide. If you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at alexagain with two underscores or on TikTok and YouTube, Paranormal Artist Podcast. If you have any suggestions for stories that I can be using in the future or have any experiences of your own, please email me at paranormalartist 
podcast at gmail.com. Soon I'll be starting a Patreon and an official Instagram for the podcast. I will keep you guys updated as soon as I get those going.